This podcast contains a few instances of adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. This week on Florida's Fourth Estate, a deputy fired his inmates having a little too much fun. Deputy Barnes is on his cell phone a lot and plays twerking videos. Plus, a squirrel on a plane causes one woman to give the bird. I don't understand, like, where did she get this squirrel? Because they're wild animals, generally. And our guest, high-powered attorney and political juggernaut, John Morgan talks about Florida's pot predicament. Do you stand to make money? Are you invested in the marijuana business? I am now, but I wasn't then. Hello and welcome to this week's Florida's Fourth Estate. So glad to have you with us. My name is Matt Austin. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. You waited this time. I started with the names. We've got a lot to talk That's about. Awesome. We have an exciting show. Maybe the most powerful man in politics in the state of Florida. One of the most. I, I would drop that maybe part yeah. if I were you. I yeah. would think. How are you guys from PR? <laughs> <laughs> we speak the truth. That's yeah. all we're Get saying. He's on TV more than yeah. we are, I think. We were just talking more about channels. that. Definitely no, more channels. Definitely more channels. No question. <laughs> For sure. So we are so happy to have John Morgan, attorney extraordinaire, yep. here with us today. And we're going to talk about a lot of things, medical marijuana, why you chose not to run for governor, and whatever else you want to talk about. But we're so happy to have you here. I am happy to be here. I've been, when I first started advertising in 1980-whatever, this was the very first channel I advertised on. Really? really? I and, didn't know that. And But there's some bad side about that story. I was so broke that they ran my ads, but only if I would pay in advance. <laughs> so, so I Is well, that a true story? Yes, yes. Oh they're like, my we don't know gosh. about this John Morgan guy if he can pay his yeah, bills. They were like, yeah, they were like, I was 20-something, and they're like, you know. But we, they ran it, but it was COD. Oh, my good Cash That's on fun. delivery. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you why you know about that, Ginger. <laughs> no, that's what it stands for. I'm just telling you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you had like a layaway program. It was like a, it was like a friend of mine said from Alabama one time. He was, he, I said he, he, he'd been broke and came back. I said, how broke were you, Jerry? He says, sweetheart, I was so broke, I needed a co-signer to pay cash. <laughs> so I wasn't that broke. <laughs> You were in the neighborhood. But I was not credit. But Channel 6 ran the credit, and they decided you can just pay us up front. They didn't want yeah. to bother chasing me. Yeah, so I feel so like what you're saying is we're responsible Channel for Channel 6 success. made you, basically. This launched me. <laughs> I was launched Channel 6. That's right. awesome. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, a little history lesson. Yeah, I know. I had no idea. Yep. I'm glad you yep. shared that with us. Yep. Some people may not have uh, wanted to tell them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the humility of John Yeah, Morgan. exactly. Like okay, so we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things in just a little bit. But we like to do a little, you know, we do some crazy stories that happen in okay. Florida. And one happened, well, a couple of them happened at the airport this week. Yeah. The one I want to talk about, there was a, a guy who was caught in an unauthorized area of OIA, I Orlando International Airport. And they stopped him, and they're trying to speak to him in English, and all he says is, le French. And he keeps saying it over and over again. It's like, do you speak English? Le French. Well, it turns out he's a soldier, he's AWOL, he's missing from Georgia, 
His Wait, name, he's not a French soldier. Le French. No. <laughs> His name is Michael King. There, I mean, he didn't even go with Michel or anything like that, but he didn't want to have to go back. Well, he's in trouble, is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I would imagine. And, but uh, what a great way to get out of that if you know French. He does not. All he knew is La French. French. I don't know. I mean, play Patti LaBelle's Lady Marmalade or something uh, to get out of that. Have you ever tried to get out of something by saying you can't speak the language, Mr. Morgan? (laughs) Full disclosure. With my wife several nights, I've tried to tell her that I don't. But but the problem is I was so drunk I just didn't speak. (laughs) It wasn't I didn't speak. English. I just didn't speak. No language. It was, no French. Remember mumbles from Dick Tracy? <laughs> so there was no language. That's uh, funny. I'm okay. just picturing this guy going to flinch flies. No, uh, he's like, there's his mugshot right there. It's, it's just sad. He didn't want to be in the military anymore. He was AWOL. So I don't know. That's what he thought of. That's what popped in his mind right away. Maybe it's not a bad thing he was AWOL. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just Maybe saying, not. Just saying, but the French. And, and that is not the only crazy thing to happen in an At airport. At the airport no. this week. We had some wild stuff happen, including, you know, the, a lot of folks have these emotional support animals, and I would imagine that there are plenty of folks who really need these things. Yeah. Uh, you see plenty of dogs. It helps calm people down. I know it helps calm kids down. But we've seen some of these that are a little out there. One lady had a peacock months ago. Well, today a lady with her emotional support squirrel. She was on a Frontier (laughs) Airlines plane leaving out of, I'm sure that could be comforting maybe. (laughs) Not to the passengers. (laughs) So she gets on the plane. She just said, I have an emotional support animal. She didn't say what it was. Well, the flight attendants are like, that's a rodent. (laughs) Okay, you can't have rodents on our planes. And the lady would not leave. We have some video of her being escorted out off is the that plane. Her right? Okay. Here okay. she is. She's giving a uh, world-renowned uh, sign for sign. Yeah, thanks, Frontier. And uh, <laughs> so she was. Es- the whole flight was oh, delayed. There it is. We blurred it. Yeah. You know we're not blurring thumbs ups. <laughs> so. I well, guess the squirrel is in that little. Is it in that little bag? There? I can't She's tell. Playing. It's tiny. It's probably causing chaos all over the airport. Running. I mean, around. I don't understand. Like, where did she get the squirrel? Because. They're wild animals, generally. They're rats, aren't yeah. they? With, with tails? They're in that same area. I mean, you... That's rodent in the rodent <laughs> yeah. family. I, I don't know how she got as far as she did into the airport. John, you, you think you could uh, get a little Frontier money from well, that story? Well, I think I would need support of some kind to get on a support, on a Frontier airplane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, you're not going to have me ever on a Frontier Airline. Uh, so, okay. So I, you know, I noted. I I may not have a squirrel, but I, I you'd have to. John's going to bring a bear. You on. would have to drag me uh, on yes, to Frontier okay. Airlines. Squirrel's the least of the, yeah, the worries. Yeah, I'm there. not getting on. But I mean, that thing, if it had gotten loose, like say during flight, they're known to like chew on wires and things and gnaw on things. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Could have gone wrong. Much less like if my wife sees a mouse like this big. Oh yeah. She's losing her mind. That you know, she's on top of the will, chandeliers. Well, let me t- tell her this story. I've been gone for a while, I, all summer. I come back to the beach, and I open up my hurricane shutters, and oh. I'm going to grill out. And I open up the grill, and there is a mouse, a live mouse, on the grill. And somehow the hurricane shutter had not had a rubber mat down, and so this mouse had decided that he was making his meal off the 
the leftover food. Oh my gosh! On the grill, but picture open up the grill, <laughs> and there is a live mouse. I looking surprised. I look like a girl. I mean, I never screamed like that since you know I was three, but I screamed like a little girl. Oh my! When gosh. that mouse jumped out, and then did I had get to, away? Oh yeah, I was like, go. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't chasing him down. And he threw his grill away. No, I I did have to had a lot of work on the grill. I did yeah, not sure. grill out. Yeah, I would no. imagine. Could have just turned grill. it on. I did. I did turn it on. I did a lot with it, but there was a mouse in the oh, grill. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I'm glad you looked in it before you turned it on, because then you'd have like a. Well, can I tell you though? When I turned, I thought, you know, because I've been gone so long, I think, was there a nest inside the area? Oh. So the, the big mouse ran, but I thought, could there be a family? But I was so pissed off. And <laughs> I went ahead and turned the grill on. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you don't care. I, if you all are going to do this to me, I'm going to cook your asses. I'm going to have mice for dinner. And kebab. Uh, next time you invite people over for a barbecue. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, she's right. My, mice kebabs. But, but there, was no, there were no my other. It was just the one daddy okay, mouse good. that left. Oh, my. That's I enough. Well, I'm, that was a, I'm glad to that's hear that. That's enough. All, yes, right. all right. Good to know. You, are, you have some good stories. <laughs> you really yeah. do. All right. Time for my favorite segment of the week. It is called Our Floor Idiot of the Week. Yes. One special person wins it. And this one goes to Wins a, it? Is it winning? Yeah. There's okay. an award yeah. that's a whole big thing. Winning uh, tiger yeah. blood. <laughs> okay. Tiger All right. blood. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I remember him? I yes, do. Mr. Yeah, Sheen. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this guy. He didn't win, did he? No. No. <laughs> he didn't do a lot of winning. <laughs> no. uh, this guy might have some tiger blood, this Floridian of the week. Okay. So this is a uh, deputy. He's in charge of looking after the inmates who come out for work release. They go and they clean up the sides of the roads. And some of these inmates, some folks started noticing they appeared to be drunk. Hmm and some other weird stuff was going on. So I wanna show you a piece of a story from WJXT. The name of the reporter is Scott Johnson. Listen to this. Some inmates were also found to have marijuana in their systems. In a follow-up interview, Barnes says, it's kind of hard to watch five inmates all the time with eyes on them all the time. <laughs> That's kind of your and job. The inmate vans were apparently trashed on Deputy Barnes' watch. You can see garbage thrown about. The report says there was enough to fill two trash bags. Oh, this was happening when four inmates specifically were edging the grass right outside out. the county courthouse. And the report also details interviews with one inmate who says Deputy Barnes <laughs> is on his cell phone a lot and plays twerking videos for okay. them as well. He described these as booty shaking videos. Now, if you're wondering why this is the first time I've ever aired a story from a newscast, it's because I don't know what it is in my soul that sings when a reporter says the word twerking. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me laugh every time. And somehow, these inmates also figured out a way. If these guys could use their powers for good, it would be amazing. Yeah. They somehow used salt to separate, separate the hand sanitizer, the alcohol from the other stuff, and they were drinking it and getting drunk. Wow, I didn't even know you could do that. This is like breaking well, I, bad. I will say two things about that. Number one, I do not think it would be a bad idea if in all prisons and jails throughout Florida and America that we spiked all their food with marijuana at every single meal. <laughs> they would just take a nap. They would, look, there's no domestic violence calls for marijuana. We would have no fights in prison. We would all have kumbaya, and you would, we would not even need jail cells. Yeah, but the commissary would have to really stay You'd have stocked. a lot of Cheetos. A lot of Cheetos. 
<laughs> a lot of a lot of crackers with peanut butter, but I have an attraction that I own in Pigeon Forge. You were up there. And it's mm-hmm. called Alcatraz East, and it's the history of crime and punishment. I have things that I have Ted Bundy's VW, and I have John, I have uh, OJ's Bronco. It's a fascinating. But one of my uh, one of my exhibits are weapons made in prison by inmates. Oh, these that's interesting. You would not believe what they can make. And then another thing on tattoo, prison tattoos, because the whole area on prison weapons and prison tattoos made by prisoners out of everything. See, when I think of prison weapons, I just think of a shank, a yeah. good old-fashioned shank. Just think, of a ta- just think of a toothbrush that could kill you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Just think, they get it down to a shank. Yeah. yeah. But it started as a toothbrush. I mean, it is in, I got a whole wall of these weapons made in guns. What are they making what guns out they of? They make a gun? They make guns. Out of what? Everything. Oh my God, they can weaponize anything. They can weaponize anything. Okay, that's crazy. I'm gonna brush my teeth very carefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No that's crazy. false moves. Yeah, exactly. So when you go to Pigeon Forge next mm-hmm. time, well, you were there. I was, I was there recently. Email me and you'll, we'll send you to Alcatraz East for okay. free. I'll be able to get out for though, For free. Right? Okay, for free, all right. <laughs> you'll get out. Okay. <laughs> free pass in, you gotta earn your you way out. You can't get out, exactly. You may have to clean the latrine, but you will get, you will, we will get you out. It's, 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 it's reality prison. Yeah, right. oh, I don't, I don't, okay. Orange, orange and black. <laughs> Put your uniform no, on. I'm gonna, I may pass good. on that one. All right. But it does sound interesting. Google it. it. Google it. I, oh, I will, definitely. But we saw it, and it was, like, really interesting to, to see that. Well, we saw the other place. Wonderworks. Yeah, Wonderworks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's dive into the interview portion of this thing, shall we? Let's. But can I just say or ask him a quick question? Okay, because we, we said that you're on TV more than we are, and we're paid news anchors, yeah. and you're definitely on more channels. How many times did you see yourself on billboards as you came over here? Because I saw you maybe four or five times on bill. You're on every every other billboard is a John Morgan or Morgan and Morgan. Or someone billboard. who looks like you, yeah. like your kids. Yeah, uh, George Clooney. But <laughs> it, it, uh, it, 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 uh, you know, what happens is you don't even see them. Really? No, it's like you, you just don't see them. It's like it, background noise. It's like, you know, it's like you have a beautiful view of the mountain, but you've lived there for 30 mm-hmm. years, and it's just, it's that painting. It's white noise. It's white noise. So yeah. I don't, you know, sometimes I'll see them, but I really... Like when a big bus rolls up next to you. When the in bus traffic. is there, when my when the bus rolls up to me, and it's my wife looking down at me, I'm like, <laughs> you see that? Oh, I see that. <laughs> I see that. It's like you looking at me? <laughs> Sorry, honey. There's Ultima. Oh so so let's talk about marijuana All because right, uh, you, you've already kind of dove into it a little bit yeah. uh, before. But so we've had some interesting that you spearheaded that amendment that put a marijuana on the ballot it, for medical marijuana I should say it passed overwhelmingly more than 70 percent of the people yeah. and then Florida lawmakers got a hold of it and they said okay well we'll let you do this but we're not going to let you smoke it uh, how do you feel about that well I don't feel good about it because what they did is they said look we don't really want this law to happen so they've done everything they could to slow it down and to make it less effective it's really, you know, a slap in the face of democracy. Just getting a medical marijuana card is hard to get because yeah. of the Department of Health. I believe that Rick Scott didn't want it. There's no secret he didn't want it. And he slowed it down. 
and making it really hard for people to get it. In the intent language, it said it should be smoked. Mm -hmm. In the ballot language, it said, it, but it can't be smoked in public. It doesn't really take a really smart person to figure out what that means, but Pam Bondi is the attorney general and she had trouble understanding that it meant you can smoke. And so I've had to sue them, declaring that their implementation of law unconstitutional. A circuit judge in Leon County found that I was right, that it was unconstitutional, but the state of Florida's had to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars with Schutz and Bowen defending my lawsuit because they just don't want it. And and why is it, what's behind it? If 71% of the voters say this is very something simple, we want. Very simple, old white men, they don't understand. Now the bad thing is I'm an old white man <laughs> and I do understand, sure. but I'm not as old as they are. They there's a whole crowd of them out there, the male assembler types, and they're like, every age, every time you go from 65 to 70, 75 to 80, it becomes more and more taboo. They don't know the difference between marijuana and LSD. They don't know the difference between marijuana and heroin. They don't know the di they don't really know. For a lot of them, they've had kids that went bad with drugs, and instead of blaming themselves for not being at home and watching their kids, they sure. blame marijuana. And, you know, they say marijuana is a gateway drug. No, marijuana is not. Ripple wine might be the gateway <laughs> oh, drug. God, ripple. You know, oh, Boone's God. Farm. A while. <laughs> Boone's Farm might be the gateway. Mad Dog might be the gateway. But it, it's just a matter of time. So I would say what it is. And you can never underestimate the power of the pharmaceutical industry. The people who do not want medical marijuana are the people who make opioids and sure. fentanyl and Percocet, the people who make fentanyls put three and a half million dollars against the amendment in Arizona. It's a billion dollar industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and medical marijuana is a direct threat to their industry. And you, you remember the movie, Follow the Money? Follow the Money. If you look at the political contributions to, to Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis and a lot of this crowd, it's coming from these people who want to slow down marijuana because it slows down Opioids is the number one killer of people 50 and under. Whenever you bring medical marijuana to a state, opioid deaths go down. I'm representing the state of Kentucky. I'm, I'm one of the lawyers in the national opioid litigation. It's outrageous what these companies did to our people. The alternative is medical marijuana, but there's a financial component, and it's the pharmaceutical industry. I, you know, when you look at people who have been helped by medical marijuana and, you know, and you look at what California is doing and you see how it has really just helped those folks who really need it, why do you think we can't understand that if it's doing people who are in pain and hurting so much good? Money. Like, it's got to be something else, though. No, it's, it's, never, it's always it's, money, It's always right? money. It's always money. Look, they don't, the pharmaceutical, the, the people who make opioids, who make fentanyl, who make Xanax, who make Percocet, who make... Marijuana is an alternative. Simple, you know, my brother, look, the reason I know is my brother's quadriplegic. He, they had him so doped up, but when he takes marijuana, his spasms evaporate immediately. His stress goes away. His anxiety goes away. His pain goes away. At one time, they had him prescribe seven Xanax a day. I mean, you put seven Xanax in a bull. You're a zombie. You can't function. Bull can't walk. Yeah. And so... As bad as it's, and people never want to believe it's, oh, you can't be the money. Yes, it's the money because you're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars.
in an industry where we can just go out back and grow it and we don't need anybody we don't we we don't need a middleman mm -hmm. i mean really we should just be allowed to grow it on our porch and be done with it well and people will question your intentions like why is it that this is something that you're so interested in well, it became the, the same reason I was interested in the, the food, the, re, the same reason that Second Harvest is called the Morgan Morgan Hunger Relief Center because I'm interested in people's dignity. The same reason the Harbor House is called the John and Ultima Morgan Safe House. I'm interested in anything that has to do with restoring human dignity, and that involves food, water, shelter, medicine, clothing. Anything like that, mustard seed, I'm interested. United Cerebral Palsy, I'm interested. I, I'm interested in it. But this, listen, th there's hundreds of thousands of people who've already benefited from this. Mm -hmm. Think think what the return on in my investment has been already. And think about what my return on investment will be forever. Millions of people, you know, I think I put in like t $10, $12 million dollars but I, it's well worth it knowing everywhere I go, people come up to me and say, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I cannot tell you how many times I've been thanked because everybody's got a story. I was in a, in a wedding a couple of months ago and the lady comes up and says, my, my, my husband would like to meet you. I'm like, well, you know, bring it, you know. Where is he? Bring, you know, can you come see him? Like, why am I going to him? I get over there and there's a guy in a chair and he goes, look, I just wanted to meet you and thank you. I went to shake his hand. He couldn't raise his hand. I said, what do you got going on? He said, uh, I have ALS. Mm -hmm. And he goes, this is, a, this is a life, this is a game changer for me. And I, I heard you were in the building, and I wanted to meet you, and I wanted to thank you. And I said, well, you know, what would you do before this? He said, I, I was a sh uh, deputy in Lake County Sheriff. Wow. This happens to me constantly where people come up, you don't realize you, you all look healthy, but when you, when you lose your health, when you have multiple sclerosis, when you have ALS, when you're dying of cancer and you're puking your brains out and nothing stops the nausea and nothing gives you an appetite and you can take some marijuana and it's like that, yeah. that's everything. Mm -hmm. So I became interested in it because my brother, I got to see him, he got hurt you know, years ago. So I've watched him struggle his whole life with medical but I thought, you know, I mean, I really didn't plan on being as involved as it turned out to be. It was kind of like I tell people, I was like, you know, I kind of got involved, like, I'll give you some money. But before I knew it, you know, they enlisted me into the band. And before I knew it, you know, I was the only guy marching down the street with a, you know, trombone by myself. And yeah. so it's kind of evolved, but I'm glad it did. Well, let me ask you this, because I have heard people question your motives when you put that much money into something i've heard people say oh well he's going to make a lot of money from this somehow just because you're in so many businesses do you stand to make money or are you invested in the marijuana business i am now but i wasn't then and i i, I when, before it passed i never owned anything marijuana but i also like to make money and i plan to before it's all over in all over the America, I plan to invest about $100 million in everything marijuana because I believe that this is going to be one of the great new businesses in the 21st century. Wow. And we're already seeing, you know, with the dispensaries popping right. up. Right. Yeah. 
Hundred million dollars. That's a that's a lot. A of, lot you got that too. Well, <laughs> well, over a period. I mean, I've got a plan, yeah. and I've got a plan, and you know, and and I've plan to do it. But listen, I've been, I invest in a lot. I mean, I've built attractions. I have hotels here in town. I have shopping centers here mm -hmm. in town that I built. But I don't think there, I could ever make the return I can on marijuana. Marijuana makes thirty five hundred times more than soybeans. And there's people who make a good living selling soybeans. So I like the business. Yeah. I like everything about it. I like the medicinal purposes. I like the recreational side of it. I think it all should be legal. Is that the next step? Are you no. going? Are you going recreational? Yeah. Are you yeah. pushing for that? Yeah. Yeah. In tw 2020. 2020. Yeah. Because it should be. Because why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's like, you know, marijuana is a Schedule One drug in America. Same as heroin and. No. No. Else. No. 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 Ready cocaine is scheduled two. No, oh, I didn't know. Worse. It's like wine spritzers are scheduled one and wild turkey <laughs> scheduled two. It, it, the whole thing is so ass backwards. And listen, and, and people go to jail. Lives are turned upside down. Cops are chasing people for marijuana. For what? For what? I mean, tell me, if somebody can tell me the downside to marijuana especially comparing and contrast to alcohol, then, then you can convince me, but you can't. I mean, but you have to look, I mean, at one point, alcohol was treated that way, so. But if I'm telling you, if, if I was gonna have one legal, if I could only legalize one, I'd legalize marijuana. Over alcohol? Oh yeah. Listen, you lose no productivity. You will never have a domestic violence call to a house the number one day for domestic violence in America, Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's night and day. You saying there's no domestic violence on 420? Is that what you're talking? Um, there's never a 420, <laughs> 421, 422. <laughs> you know, there may be a lot of laughing, there may be a lot of snoring, but there's no domestic violence. So for me, it's like, and I'm also a libertarian. You know, I'll do what I want. If if, if I want to smoke marijuana, let me smoke marijuana. If I want to ride. A motorcycle with my helmet off. Let me let me do that. I don't like the government telling me, especially on something that innocuous, that I can't do it. But anytime you say no, like zero, none, it, everyone's going to question that. Question what? The no, you, like there is no domestic violence for when involving just, marijuana. Ask, find it. There's no. I'll tell you another thing. I'll say no to. There's no deaths as the result of the ingestion of marijuana. No, capital N, capital O. No so, overdoses, you're saying. Never, basically. no deaths, no overdoses. I mean, there's overdoses, but in the sense that or you just- Or death from overdoses. Yeah, right? there's yeah. no deaths. Yeah. There's no deaths, no, N-O. Okay. Synthetic marijuana, yes. Regular marijuana, you cannot, listen, I've debated, I've debated the top guys in the country on this, and they cannot, they, they, and I've said to this one guy, find it, tell Prove me, it. show Prove me. It. Sure. But there'll be a death today, many times on, prescription drugs there'll be a death today as a result of alcohol there will be organs that will shut down today over alcohol but there will never be a death as a result of smoking marijuana let me give you the case against it all right that i'm okay. hearing out there colorado has been recreational since 2014 i believe yeah. right so a report in the denver post in 2017 said the number of drivers involved in fatal crashes testing positive for marijuana has more than doubled. You probably heard these numbers. Testing positive for marijuana. Was it, uh, no, first of all, I'd have to see that because I, 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 I don't believe that. 
test it. The only way you could test it would be with the blood drawn. Yeah, because there's no breathalyzer. Right, and like so that. you can't just draw people's blood unless there's, I guess, if there's a fatality, you can. And I would like to see that report. Mm-hmm. But also know this, that we're going to, we're ingenious people. Somebody's going to figure out a breathalyzer type machine for marijuana. And do I condone people smoking and driving? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no more than I do, you know, drinking and driving. Sure. But people are going to drive and text. I will guarantee you this. People, this is also a, a fact. People who are texting and driving, it's just like driving drunk. Worse, actually. Well, you're talking to a victim of someone yeah. who, you know. Actually, wor- I mean, it's at least point zero eight. Yeah. Worse. Yeah, you're right. So, look, we can go down the road and talk about, you know, to take phone have the phones be disabled when they get into a car that would that would save way more lives Mm -hmm. than than even maybe even alcohol yeah it's it's possible because everybody everybody i shouldn't say everybody because you're going to say not everybody but almost everybody (laughs) has their phone next to them when they drive well, I, I feel like that's fair. But not, or, but not everybody or almost everybody has, you know, alcohol or marijuana in their system. And yeah. it's weird to hear you go against texting and driving because this is good for business for a personal injury attorney, it's right? It's good for business. But listen, I want, you know, listen, at the end of the day, I want there to be better medicine. I want there to be safer cars. I'm okay no matter what. I, I'm okay. If, if, if I was put out of business because there was no more car accidents, or no more medical malpractice. You know, I'm a happy guy. You'll eat. I'll eat. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'll go do something else. I can sell. I'll sell ads over here at uh, Channel Six. And, <laughs> and I guarantee I'll be the number one seller. You know, I have a feeling our ad guys are getting oh, nervous. Uh, yeah, they'd be, they'd be nervous. I'd sell, I'd sell more than them all put together. <laughs> believe me. But no, challenge I'm, not I'm, accepted. I'm, I'm pulling for safer cars. I'm pulling for safer medicine. I'm, you know. To, to do anything other than that would be would I would think would make me a horrible, horrible person. Now you've mentioned Ron DeSantis. Uh, I've, I've seen you tweet about Andrew Gillum quite a bit. He's he's very open to recreational marijuana. Now, have you heard DeSantis's point of view on this? If, if people vote for yeah, Ron DeSantis yeah. for governor, where does he stand? He's he's right with Rick Scott. He is right with Rick Scott. Yeah. He'll continue fighting the, the no the smoke. Yes. So I talk a little bit. We want to talk politics with you because you said you're a libertarian now. That's fairly new. You left the Democratic Party. I left. I really haven't actually switched. I mean, I haven't, I've been too lazy because I've been out of town all summer. But I did not vote in the primary because I felt like if I'm going to be an independent, I'm going to be an independent. Mm-hmm. I had fundraisers for Bill Galvana, who's a Republican from uh, Bradenton. He's the president of the Senate. And I had fundraisers. So I want to. I do not want to be – one or the other. I want to make sure that I can just be for who I think's best for But them. you That's, have raised millions yeah, of dollars. You had presidents you, in your house. Yeah. I've had presidents in my house. I'll have Nancy Pelosi, not for to fundraise, but just to come for dinner this coming Wednesday. But I know these people. And I'd have raised millions of dollars uh, for these people because I believe, my personal belief is that the Republican Party is not the party that that I mean, that I think it should be. I mean, they're basically bankrupting America with tax breaks for people like me. I mean, you ought to see what I'm going to get as a result of these tax breaks. It's crazy, crazy money. 
and the and the and I believe that the Democratic Party is basically like, hey, we just want everything for free, and I'm not that either, and so I'm somewhere in the middle. What my politics is is this: I want to do the most for the least within budget. That's John Morgan politics. Now, the the Republicans certainly don't care about budget. I mean, they have this tax break has taken our deficit into land we may never recover from. And Democrats, if you listen to them speak, they want, to, want everything want to be free. So I want to do the most for the least within budget. From where I stand, the Democratic Party was always kind of my way of thinking because that's the way, but, but, and they were. Listen, I was a big supporter of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And he's been in my house many times. We speak on the phone all the time. But he was, you know, we, he, when he left, there was no deficit. He did it within budget, and we did a lot of good things. So I can deal, I could, I could get along with that kind of guy. I could get along with George Bush one. I liked him. So, yeah, I mean, you, you know, but now I'm older. I don't really care as much as I, because I really, I some of, something, just, it just never changed. No matter who's in there, you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Speaking of who's in there, I have heard people say that if you had run for governor, that you would have been sort of a Democratic version of Trump. Now, don't don't be offended by that. Yeah. I don't know your, how you feel either way. What do you feel about President Trump? What I feel about President Trump is, first of all, I believe that we deserve the people we elect. And I believe that it doesn't do me any good to 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 talk bad about President Trump. I would say this because people say, yeah, you know, they think I might be like Trump. I would say this. In this sense, I am like Trump. I say what I think. But I don't think like Donald Trump. And uh, what I think is that he became elected because a lot of people had been left behind. The, I don't think his answer was the correct one. I think the correct answer is a $15 minimum wage for people who get up and do real work. People are getting further and further and further behind. They didn't know who to vote for. They just know he's coming in saying, I'm going to bring jobs and I'm going to do this, and, and, and didn't bring, and didn't do any of it. So, so I know why he got elected. He tapped in to a group of people who felt disenfranchised, who felt helpless, who felt hopeless. And he's like, we've been voting Democrat all these years, and nothing's, helped, nothing's changed for us. So why not? So why not? Let's give this guy a shot. And, and Hillary, who, you know, I raised $3 million for Hillary. She's been in my house twice. I've been in her house a bunch. But she never, ever connected with people. There was something. She was too cautious. She was too guarded. She never, ever was able just to be herself. You know, people. she's on these tours now, you know, because she wrote a book, and oh, yeah. she's on talk shows, and people are saying, that's the person we wanted. I told what? her I told her one time in my kitchen, I said to her, I said, Hillary, if America could just sit in their kitchen with you, you'd win in a landslide. But she would walk out of the kitchen and be a totally different person. Hillary Clinton at this table is funnier than hell, smarter than hell, engaging, have a cocktail, eats these hot peppers. You, you know, you'd be like you know, where, who is, and it's almost like Mitt Romney. You know, Mitt Romney, we're like, this stiff guy walking around with a stick up his ass, and you're like, but then you see this movie about Mitt Romney. You you're see like, the, the wow. documentary, you're like, 
God, I like yeah. him. <laughs> I can vote for him. I watch this thing, Mitt. Do you ever see it as a documentary? Yeah, I heard about it. And you're like, if you had shown America that, you could have won. Mm-hmm. But they get these experts around them, and and that's another thing Trump didn't do. He didn't. These experts, they, all they're experts doing is basically losing losing elections. But they tell them, don't take a question, don't answer a question, don't 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 be honest, don't don't let them engage you, and. And then they become, they look like they're hiding something. They look sneaky. They look like they're shady. Mm-hmm. And Trump didn't. He just, I mean, he looked crazy. But we, we, there was no ambiguity. We knew what he meant. Now, are you ruling out ever running for office again? Right here on Florida's fourth again, estate. Again, I, I don't know that I, you know, I'm 62 years old. I have a, huge, a bunch of, the reason I really couldn't do it this time is I have so many different businesses and so many things going. I just didn't feel like I had the time you really have to be retired or just be a professional politician to run for office you can't be you know you can't be a you know a doctor and run for unless you're just not gonna be a doctor anymore sure and you can't do what you're doing I can't do what I'm doing and I you know I'm in a I'm in my I'm in in a place in my life where you know I'm making you know like Bruce Springsteen money (laughs) and I'm not gonna stop that (laughs) To go make 160. Sure. <laughs> no, it's not going to cover. It's not going to cover your light bill. It's not going to cover the Falcon. No, it's not. I mean, I'm not going to, you know. And I, there's things I want to do, but I don't really give a shit uh, about you know sitting in meetings about the Florida Highway Patrol budget. And when I think about the job, so I think about the things that I want to do. I'd like to legalize marijuana. I can do that. I want to ma- raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I can do that. If I legalize marijuana, medical marijuana, I've already done that. Mm-hmm. If I if I raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, if I legalize recreational marijuana, I will have done everything that I wanted to do. I've been in the governor's mansion. It, it's a shithole to live in. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you walk in, and you're like, no. <laughs> I'm not sleeping here. <laughs> when Charlie Chris was governor, I mean, he gave me a tour. I'm like, dude, <laughs> why are you here? I mean, man, I mean, he was a single man, so he did. I mean, I was like, Charlie, this is awful. <laughs> and so, so I have not heard you rule it out <laughs> oh yet. I've heard God. you say pretty much you don't. Want I would. To do I, it. I just can't imagine a situation where I mean, I would have to basically have sold a bunch of my stuff, have cashed out ready to put money in a blind trust, which which Rick Scott never did, obviously, because his blind trust is the same as his wife's unblind trust. So the the investments are the same. It's all bullshit. So, and I would probably do the same thing. I'd probably be like sneaking around looking, you know, I'd I'd, I'd have (laughs) my- You're admitting that now. I would admit that it would not be blind. My children kind of like this trust, not totally it'd blind. Be like, it'd be like my children are managing the blind trust. I'd be like, hey, Mike, what'd you, did you did you did you get the money on that that high speed rail because it's getting ready to come down, dog? You know, we gotta. You know, it'd be like, yeah, Is I'd be this like, what your executive meeting would be like. Yeah, I mean, I'd be getting ready to come down, dog. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're getting ready. To make sure you get this in the blind trust, Mike. But like his best friend is. I mean, think of your best friend in the world. Scott's best friend in the world runs his blind trust. Yeah, like they talk. I mean, come on. <laughs> Think of your best friend. It's a seeing eye trust. Yeah, you're like, now don't ever tell me what you're doing. I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. So it does seem to be doing pretty well, by the way, the last numbers that came out. He's making. He's made, he invested in the yeah. train. He invested in the train that's coming down to Florida. So, 
and I'd be I would hate to be tempted to, to do that because mm-hmm. you know I enjoy business and making money so much I can see myself getting caught up in a scandal involving my <laughs> blind trust that was not blind so probably not because by the time it would be happen I'd be 66 I have a pretty you know good little wheel of life and I you know I got these great like today I woke up and I was going to go somewhere but then my my grandchildren live across the street from me and I saw one of them you know looking out the window because he can see me at his play window and the next thing I know you know I've built this incredible park in my side yard the next thing I know I'm out there for an hour and a half with Luke, you know, oh, in the swing goodness. set and the slide, and, and they like, you yeah. know, it's I that's living the, right there. That's best. That's yeah. that's the best. And so, I've got these grandchildren at the beach. I have beach, I have three beach houses in a row, and on the weekends I'm over there, you know, with the, when the mice aren't in the grill, <laughs> <laughs> grilling out, barbecuing, grilling out all my grandchildren. <laughs> so you kind of got to look at quality yeah. of life and you also have to realize look the you know i'm in the mortality table business in my business i can do the, the mortality table to know what my how much time i have just there and what are you going to do at the end of it yeah. so i think what i want to do as i sit here today is i want to spend a lot more time with my family i want to take the good luck that i've had financially and try to give that to places like i talked about before I gave this guy Joel Hunter, I don't know if you all know Joel Hunter, the, the the pastor, right? Yeah, he has this incredible vision for the homeless, and he has, you know, and I gave him a million dollars because I believe in him. So I want to take my money that I've been lucky enough to make and make a difference with people that can restore their dignity to whatever degree. I want to spend a lot of time with my children, my four children all work in the same building with me there's days that the day ends and all of my children are in my office who, who gets that mm-hmm. yeah. and you know I have a wife for 36 years as everybody calls you know long-suffering wife <laughs> you know Saint Ultima but 36 going on 37 so it's pretty good you know I'm going tomorrow to Lexington to see my horses race in, in Keeneland and I'm taking, you know, the grandson and one of my children and his wife, and I'm going to meet a bunch of friends that I went to Christ the King with when I was a little boy in Lexington, Kentucky. So You're flying coach out there, I'm sure. <laughs> Frontier. Yeah. Yeah, will don't not, take your squirrel. I will not be on Frontier. <laughs> I might have Emma. Emma likes to go wherever I go. So. I, w- I was hoping you would. we're going to bring Emma, Emma today. But Emma. Yeah. Emma does not leave my side. Yeah, right. yeah, awesome. So that's a strong probably not. <laughs> Most probably. After all that. After all that, I would I have to say, so. you know, because I don't, but I just can't imagine it now. I think yeah. I think Andrew Gillum is going to win. Really? Mm-hmm. I hope he does. Uh, you think somebody who's that far left, because he is pretty, you know, he's got the $15 minimum wage. It's, it's sort of getting more. But, yeah, but listen, Disney's now put it in. Yeah. Jeff Bezos put it mm-hmm. in. Aetna's put it in. All this crazy shit that I've been talking about. Marijuana, like, yeah. he's on board with All that. the crazy shit that John Morgan's been talking about ain't crazy. Never was crazy. People just didn't want to say it because it sounded crazy. It was mm-hmm. not crazy. It's not crazy to say that somebody should not make $8 an hour. Think what $8 an hour is. That's that's $320 a week. You can't afford child care. When you're, take, when you're making $320 a week and you got to go to child care, you say, look, it's better for me to be on the government dole. It's mm-hmm. better for me to stay home. 
So instead of having the government pay, I'm saying let businesses pay a little bit more and let people break the cycle, let their children see them get up, go to work, work. let them go to work. I had a meeting yesterday at, at, with the food bank people. I'm very involved in that. You can't imagine the, the, the hundreds and hundreds, millions of people we feed at the Second Harvest Food Bank. More, the, the, that's the Hunger Relief Center we built. And I asked Dave Krepko, I said, uh, you know, tell me, he says, it's really the working poor. It's not homeless people. It's not homeless people yeah. over there. These people have jobs. They have they homes. They just can't afford to eat. They're in Winn-Dixie uniforms. Mm-hmm. They're in Winn-Dixie uniforms. They're in Wendy's uniforms. They're in there cooking hamburgers all day, smelling it, not eating it. Then they get in their car and they go to the food bank. That, that's not the America. And, and so, yeah, is Andrew Gillum for 15? Yeah, and I was before him. Is Andrew Gillum for legalizing marijuana? Yeah, and I was before him. And is Andrew corporate tax rate going jumping up? I'd have to think about that. I'd have to hear what he wants to say, but it's not going to jump up because the because the Republicans are not going to lose the, the legislature. Bill Galvano is the president of the Senate. Mm-hmm. I had a huge fundraiser for him when I was home this summer for a minute. Love the guy. I think he. I think he's a he's the type of Republican. My wife's you know a Republican. He's the type of Republican I can vote for every single day because he's kind of a guy who will meet in the middle, get things done. So all the things that Andrew Gillum is for, I mean, there's listen, we can't be agree on everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I mean, you know, uh, income tax for, uh, for Floridians, no. I think, that, I think that no income tax makes Florida stronger. This corporate tax, you know, I'd have to hear what he wants to do with the money. I do know this. That teachers that's where he says he wants to put it but listen at some point in time what are we going to do when we don't have the teachers would you ever become a teacher oh god no uh, we do so many stories and well, you see what they have to tough do work it's, for very it little really money. Is. they're at the food bank yeah now these are the people who are teaching our children to be the astronauts and the doctors yeah. and the you know but at some point in time we have to say are we willing to invest in certain things like teachers or not well i mean they see your kids more than you do and they buy them food and they buy them supplies supplies, and they and so i don't know i like i say it's you know you hear the word tax no i don't know i'm okay listen one time they did a story that my house was the highest assessed uh real estate house in seminole county years ago and somebody hit me and said, what do you think about you? You, you pay more in taxes uh, on your home than anybody in Seminole County. Does that bother you? I'm like, shit, no, it doesn't bother me. Number one, have you seen the house? I'm ha- look, I'm happy to be in that house. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to be pulling up in there. Number two, when a fire breaks out or the smoke detector goes off, if the fireman's not there in two minutes, I'm ready to impeach the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the trash is always picked up. Yeah. Uh, is it high? It's yeah, it's high, but everything works. You go to Ireland, house catches on fire. You stand in the front yard and watch, watch it, burn it burn down. <laughs> so yeah, you get what you pay for. And you know, I've been to Europe. I don't like to go to Europe. You can't. They, they can't even get, make the air conditioner work. You can't even get ice. 
I'm like, can I get some more ice? They took one cube in your thing. You're like, <laughs> you're like hey, man, like I got in my houses, I got like ice machines everywhere. I got ice machines in the bathroom. <laughs> in your nightstand. I got ice machines. I got the, in the, in the, the it's that crush. That's that good crush. Oh, that good. That oh, Chick-fil-A yeah, ice. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. The, the stuff the fish lays on. And I got, I got ice machines everywhere. You know, so, yeah, you pay taxes for, for things. I'll pay for taxes. I'll pay my real estate taxes. For what I get for living in Seminole County, and I know what I get. It, when sometimes somebody opens the door and the burglar alarm goes off, and we don't connect fast enough, all of a sudden there's cops, you know, walking around in the backyard with flashlights. Yeah, like, they hey. better be. It, or I'm mad about it. <laughs> they better be. So I don't know the real answer to that corporate tax. When you yeah. just say corporate taxes, oh, it's a job killer. Maybe not. But would you pay? Would you give up? a uh, hundred dollars a year of your salary to raise teacher salaries by ten thousand dollars would you give up a hundred dollars a year I don't know there's a number that you would say sure for the common good yeah here's what I believe at the end I, I believe in a separation between church and state strongly but I cannot separate what I learn on at church on Sunday those those teachings is what I take out every day. And so if I got to pay more money so that our teachers can be better paid and we can have a stronger education system and a stronger com- country, you know, I'm I'm okay with, you know, giving up some corporate taxes. Well, you know, by the end of this interview, our goal was to just make it so you'd finally break out of your shell, John. <laughs> I, I, we're close. We're, <laughs> we're so close. I think we made it. We're so eventually. close. You should have brought some makers, Mark, and then I would have. <laughs> oh, God. That, helps, that yeah. helps me. We'll put the cameras away for that one. <laughs> that helps exactly. me. That helps me. All right. Well, we appreciate your time right. so much, and thank you for, for being here. All right. Thanks for having Pleasure me. Pleasure having you. Thank you All so right. much, John Morgan. All right. Peace. Nice seeing yes. you again. My Peace. name's Matt Austin. She's Ginger Gadsden, and this is Florida Sport the State.